When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Season two of the Pat and JT podcast. Oh my, now I'm here at last. The best time, always gonna be the best. Come on. Exclusively on the Herd App Media Network. Right. 402-403-9478 text uh, to us. You know, it's really funny. We just just starting our podcast, and I just I just pulled the biggest bonehead move. And um, <laughs> funny thing is, I'm listening to a podcast on the way in. Mm-hmm. And this exact same thing happened on this podcast that I was listening Seriously? to. Seriously? And it's uh, it's a podcast. It's like three or four people that are on it. And they were, this is the first time one of their guys was back on the podcast. And so they were having having some sip sips, as they called them. We were having some sip sips. Some sip sips. So they were recording it the you night before. You had sip sips this morning? No, that's the thing is I wasn't drunk. They were. And what I did is I stepped over my headphone cord. Mm-hmm. But my, for whatever reason, depth perception was not kicking in this morning and if i hadn't tried everything would have been fine mm-hmm. because i tried to miss it i not only hit it i pulled everything off the table it's i hilarious. mean everything flew and when everything went off the table can you replicate what it sounded oh, like oh i don't know i'll <laughs> certainly <laughs> try we have all of our like music and this kind of stuff and these little buttons hot, that are touch hot keys, hot right? keys that are like just touch them just touch them yeah but when the thing hits the floor they all just kind of season two <laughs> Like it was dogs barking, kids screaming. The uh, all our intros for all of our podcasts we produce are all just oh, going crazy. My God, I about died. Oh, that and was, I was like, "Is it okay? It's fine." Yeah, that was super hilarious. It just flew off the table. Everything flew off the table, <laughs> and no, like nothing broke. Nothing. I'm only one little plug, half unplugged, so you wouldn't even know that it happened. Right. Other than the season two. <laughs> just. Disaster. That right there is the soundtrack of my life. Right. How was your Tuesday? <laughs> Pretty much. That's funny. <laughs> and it, went, it was so it was so startling. And then I'm sitting there thinking, God, I just listened to this happen on that other podcast on the way here this morning. Well, I had my headphones on and I'm I wasn't looking at the equipment, <laughs> but I was looking at my phone and the equipment was behind me and it was just it was there, it was there, it was gone. <laughs> just took off. Everything just like, flew what? off the table so fast. Oh, that's hilarious. It was like a magic trick. Uh-huh. <laughs> so in that, it doesn't break when you do that. But you push one combination of buttons wrong and it fries the motherboard. Right? And I'm surprised I didn't back to fry work. the motherboard. Oh, well, we haven't, we haven't put it through its paces yet. We'll have to see how this turns out. Well, maybe it'll happen to somebody else later today and we can blame them. Well, we'll just blame Cam anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we got a text at 402-403-9478. This is from Carrie. Thanks for the second text telling me your name. Because oh, I would have called you good. on. Okay. I would have put you on Giga Blast. Um, she said, talked about <laughs> Bennett talk and, his, about and his roommates getting the highest level of Cox Giga Blast for their new house. Yes. Um, he says, if they are all gaming, they do need Giga Blast. She okay. pays 190 something a month. Wow. But with cheaper plans, I was consistently paying overage fees. Right. So with a full house of gamers, yeah, that's probably... It, and it totally makes sense. I mean, when you think about it, the number of hours that I guarantee they play... Oh, yeah. And then when you, you know, 
divide that by this and add this and carry the two and all this. It's like, it's not that much. Right. In the grand scheme. Because they're splitting it too, right? Right. They're split it three ways. <clears throat> so, so it's not terrible. It's not terrible. But then, you but know. Going but going from having to pay zero for your internet to having to split it three ways, that's going to be a shock to That's a boys. shock to his system regardless. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I still, paying 100 bucks a month, I'm pissed most every month. Because it's like, yeah. invariably, I lose a call or it, it won't fire or I have a bad connection or, you know, it's always something. something. And it's like. The next step is I don't want I don't need Gigablast. Right. Okay. You don't need Gigablast. You're not a gamer. I'm not a gamer. You're not I a just, gamer. I just want to watch a video once in a while without a buffering. Right. <laughs> That's all I'm asking. Isn't yeah. there a level between that? Uh, yeah. Probably. Probably not. They don't make money that way. They, mm-hmm. You got. They got to bump you up. I don't want Gigablast. Um. Okay. So if, funny. <clears throat> it has something to do with kind of internet-y sort yeah. of stuff. Um couple or a few weeks ago, which Sweet Stock was what? Almost three weeks ago now? Three weeks ago coming up this Seriously, this, it's been almost a month. Saturday. Yeah. Um, and Dax and Adam were in Hollywood Raw Podcast. They were here and we talked to them mm-hmm. and everything. But when I picked them up at the airport and, and I was editing a video this morning and I saw this, completely forgot about this is the one thing. As soon as we got to town, they're like, we need to drive by Warren Buffett's house. Got to go address. So I took them the long way around so we could drive by Warren Buffett's I just, house. I just want to point out too, because you, you had them in your Jeep. In my Jeep. So one was in the back seat. Yes, one was right? in the back seat. And- <laughs> one was in the back seat, and I and I, I've got a I've got a picture of it. I'll I'll post it, but I put it on my story at the time. It's so funny. But we drove by. So they, what's all they want to do is drive by Warren Buffett's house, and the the two things that they took away that Adam took away from it. Yeah. Well, they both did, and they, everybody does is the fact that it's so underwhelming of a house for the fifth richest it's man in, in the world. It's in a very, um um. It's it's just in a very accessible neighborhood, mm-hmm. a really nice neighborhood. Oh, it's nice, but I not mean, but when it's you when not you like the McMansion you expect, right? And coming from where <laughs> Dax does in in Orange County, oh, yeah. like you have somebody that's not even in the top one hundred thousand richest people in the world have a house fifty times bigger. And there are houses in Omaha that are ungodly huge mm-hmm. that are just like that's that's where you would expect Warren Buffett exactly. Be, but that's not who he is. And that's what they that's what they took away. They're like, well, I thought the house would be bigger. And I told them that going up. But yeah. the other thing that Adam noticed, and he he didn't say it until like two hours later, he goes, he had direct TV. <laughs> he has a satellite on the side of his house, direct TV. He goes, just the remote alone, I would never get direct TV. He goes, the fifth richest man in the world has freaking direct TV. And I thought of all the things you right. could have noticed is that he has a direct, I didn't even notice he had a direct TV satellite on his house. It, it's more, um, it, it stands out more to me now when I see a satellite dish because I don't have one anymore. Um, and now when I see one, I'm just thinking, cause like my parents have one, mm-hmm. right? And I want so bad for them to get a Roku TV. Yeah. I want them to have Hulu or Sling or, you know, one of those, cause I know that they would enjoy the interaction better and mm-hmm. they, they'd enjoy the remote more <laughs> that's TV remote man but you get a, a, a roku tv and you're or just have the roku and, and one remote runs it runs your television you know and it's really right. really super simple has like five buttons on it you know i mean it's so easy and but i can't get them to turn that corner you, you probably remember oh i don't know two decades ago when i was trying to get my mom to get a digital camera she loves taking pictures. She's she's a good photographer. 35 millimeter, right? That was her thing. Film. Film. And now she's all about the digital. But it took her 15 years sure. to oh, turn yeah. the corner. I've been working on that dish. So, so every once in a while, I'll see a dish on a house. I'm like, oh, I wonder if that's still like, come up. on, people. Cut the cord. Just do it. Come to this side of the fence. It's so much better. <laughs> it's so free. It's so freeing. It's yes. It's like taking your bra off, girls. Uh, it, right? It's just like... Awesome. <laughs> like taking uh, your bra off, girls. <laughs> but that's funny, though, that he noticed that. And it's also yeah. funny that the dish is in a place that's visible. 
Right, right. Because you would think that would be one of the, okay, here's the deal. I want the dish. We can't be able to see it from the street. We need to have it off this side. We got to be able to point this direct. You know, that yeah. whole thing you've been saying. It's think. hilarious. Yeah, it's just hilarious. Not so hanging that, off their back deck. Yeah. <laughs> so I just thought that was funny. That was their takeaway. Oh, my gosh. That's funny. And, and I wonder if they've Googled, like, done Google Earth on his house. Oh, I don't know. Maybe. To see, because, like, the compound that it, I mean, it is much bigger than it appears because there's a lot more mm-hmm. behind it. Yeah. I think there's, like, a tennis court there and. Yeah, it's all packed. I, not that it? I ever have. Not that you've Googled anything and stalked them. <laughs> I'm, I'm not kidding you. There are part neighborhoods uh, in particular in Omaha that I've, I've never seen because you don't drive through them because they're not on your way anywhere, right? Yeah. And so now that we've moved to our new offices, completely different part of town that I've never really traveled to for a long, I mean, for a long time. I'm trying to think here. When I was a little kid, 108th and L, there was a huge truck stop on the northeast corner of that intersection. And I can't remember the name, but I, but I remember it. That was before Sap Brothers mm-hmm. was on the interstate. And I, I kind of vaguely remember. And there was a huge truck stop, and that was where his mom and dad had a trucking company. And so we would go there sometimes to meet dad, or trucks were there. You know, it was like, I just vaguely have been memories of that. So that was what this intersection always meant to me. And then we're on John Galt Boulevard, is where we're at also. And there was a connection there um, with my mom and, and a friend, her friend was married to a real estate developer. And he named that this little, this little, it's just like what, six blocks? Yeah. Little tiny loop. Little loop, John Galt Boulevard, because that was one of his favorite books was Anne Ryan's Atlas Shrugged. And that was John Galt was a character. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> Atlas, I have no clue what you're talking about, but I'll take that your was, word for it. I'd never driven on it before until we started working here. Oh, really? I'd never been down this little loop before. Didn't even make the connection that, oh my God, it's actually 108th and Q. You can turn right onto it, yeah. like 108th and L. But anyway, <laughs> so this whole neighborhood. So driving to work, I hate getting on the interstate between Dodge and Center and Q. Dodge and Q. Oh my. Yeah, well, it's just a it's just a cluster. <laughs> it's just the a, whole area is just a mess. It is. So I've been kind of meandering through some neighborhoods and going down like 114th between Pacific and Center is a gorgeous neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And just yeah, oh, yeah. huge lots, lots of really cool homes that are back in there. And so yes, I may have googled a couple of those. And there's a couple on Pacific Street also has got a lot of really. Amazing. Amazing neighborhoods up in that area. And super expensive. Super expensive. Super expensive, super spendy. Uh, yeah, I did happen to look up realtor.com to see what was out that way. And I'm like, well, never mind. <laughs> okay. I'll go back to my other, my .net that I use. I'll stay over here. Com. Never mind. Yeah. I'll stay where I'm at. Okay, fine. <laughs> I can't. But you know, it's it's ridiculous right now. But yeah, there are some really cool places. But yeah, the, the houses in some of the neighborhoods. And if you get a chance, you know, it's like you never think to because you're trying to get somewhere. Mm-hmm. Right. Taking a Sunday drive just doesn't make sense anymore with the price of gas either. <laughs> <laughs> That's for sure. Anyway, um, so I saw a article. Somebody posted it on social media and people were commenting about it. But it said that uh, children that are picky eaters are more likely to develop depression or ADHD as adults. Really? And Why? I don't know what they mean by picky eaters as in they won't eat certain things. I was, I was kind of picky in that my food couldn't touch it, eat other foods. Like that would, I would think that would create anxiety. If you're, if you're it a kid that, that, if that people try and make you do it. Well, and like just in, like trying to keep it separate. Like if you go to a restaurant and it's not or whatever, I would think that would create anxiety, which could turn into, <laughs> I suppose, depression I down suppose, the road. I don't know. It never really affected me in a restaurant. 
because generally they don't like casserole your stuff. You know what I mean? Like mix it all up. It's it, everything's in a certain pot. But it's like, yeah, there was that. I don't know where that came from either. That not letting my foods touch, and then also when I was eating something. I would eat one thing, and then when I moved on to something else, I wasn't going back to the other That's one. That's so weird. I know. It, it, it's and not it's so weird how that it, mirrors your dating life. And that- <laughs> As soon as you got done sampling Randy over here, you didn't go back to sample Randy anymore. You moved on to Carl. Nope. Yep, that's it. Yep. We, we done. Don't ever go back. Never go back to Randy. <laughs> There's a reason you left. That's right. <laughs> but so if you, if you like... So you have to finish. So you sit down. You have beans, steak, and potatoes. Uh-huh. You eat the beans. I start with the steak. Okay, so you eat the steak and then you eat the side things last mm-hmm. after the steak? Because mm-hmm. once, if you took a bite of steak and then you took a bite of beans, you mm-hmm. couldn't go back and finish the steak. I wouldn't do that. that it's not, God it's forbid. not like by accident. God forbid. I mean, <laughs> I that's a, ter- a crime. <laughs> now I would. So you would eat the, you eat the whole thing, the whole steak, and then you eat the whole beans or whatever, and then the whole potatoes. I need what I wanted like, of it. Let's just put it that way. Okay, so you wouldn't have to eat the whole thing. But you, once right. you ate, once you took what, your right. fill of steak, then you'd move on your fill of the next thing and the next thing, and then you'd be done. Yes. That was that was wow. how it was. It's not that way anymore. It's not like that anymore. Okay, trust it used me. To be I've that. so fallen off that. Horse. Uh, okay, trust me. It's I'm I'm off that wagon in the ditch. Trust okay, me. I don't care anymore. I was gonna say so- there's got to be some medicine <laughs> out there that can help you. But I don't know where that comes from because it's like I know it's a control thing. Well, that's weird. Again, <laughs> right on brand. <laughs> yeah, but it's like but, a control for yourself. Like yeah. it's a control, but you it's you. It's me. But I wasn't going to be told how to do it. But who was telling you how to do it? Well, like, because, I, of course, what do you think? Your parents are... You're, oh, yeah, you're like, that's true. They're, they're going to tell you. They're going to be like, why are you doing it? Would you finish this? Go back and eat this. And I'm like, nope, not done Even if that. you wanted to, you wouldn't because they told well, you? Or just in general? Just in general. Yeah, it wasn't like, okay, you're done. Not going to get... You know, it was literally, I was just like, done. Moving on. Didn't even... It wasn't like a rule. Wow. It just was a thing. That's just how it was. But yeah, I can see the anxiety side of it, though. If somebody's trying to make you mm-hmm. eat things you don't want to eat. That causes anxiety. Yeah. Regardless. So I kind of get it. And if I'm you're, wondering and if if you're a picky. If you're, and if you're picky eater, meaning you don't like a lot of stuff. Like you, That's you don't, right. I don't know for sure if they were determined picky eaters as in what they were eating or how they were eating. And I could see where both. Like what we just talked about, I could see where that could create anxiety. Yeah. And if you're a picky eater, meaning you don't like a lot of things. Right. You're always disappointed in every meal. So you're like, well, I don't, there's nothing really out there for me to eat. So I could see where that could turn into like, wah, wah. It, and, and then, and then and you have people anxiety. trying to make you eat things. Mm-hmm. Just try this. Have one bite. Try this. Try this. Like, why? If I don't want it, I don't want it. You know, it's just, yeah, I think that, that's super frustrating when people don't do that. When people don't eat, like when I know the, the kids specifically, <laughs> when they don't try something, they're like, I don't like it. Well, just, you have to just, just try it. I don't want to try it. Then you need to say, you can't have that. Well, and oh, see so, how long it takes for them to eat it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you can't have this. You cannot have. Everything over in this cupboard is mine. You can't have it. You can have the stuff over here because that's your, your kid approved shit. Oh, so okay. you can have your, your stuff that you like, right? Yeah. Because about the time you tell somebody they can't have it, well, I'm going to have it. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. <laughs> I could try that. I could try that. You can't have sushi. It's I too d- expensive for you. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, what? Are you kidding me? Now oh, you'd have sushi every day. Right. Yeah, but but I see your frustration though because you're like you know they're gonna like because it. it doesn't make sense because this is exactly <laughs> this it's just in a different form it's the exact thing you're talking about ordering number six or number two on Taco Bell's or whatever right? yeah <laughs> right like like right I don't understand it I just don't understand all the same stuff all the same stuff but just in different order got yeah. it okay really sad to see the news too about Norm McDonald passing away right surprising um didn't even know he didn't even know he was 
sick. Mm-mm, which is what he wanted. But, man, that's like almost a decade that he'd been battling cancer. No clue. And he was, without a doubt, just like one of the best low-key oh. funny guys. Oh, my gosh. Sly, uh, funny, oh. hilarious. I didn't know he was a writer for Roseanne. No, I didn't either. I was reading a, a little one of the obituaries that was out about his life, and, and he started as a writer on her show. Oh, you know what? I did know that uh, Tom Arnold was on the Hollywood Raw podcast, and he mentioned that because Tom Arnold was a writer with him yes. on Roseanne. Tom Arnold was on mm-hmm. that. Too, yeah, true. so I, I did know. I didn't put two and two together, but I did know that. Yeah, <laughs> you just had it in the wrong file. I just had it in the wrong file. <laughs> I just, whoop. I didn't tag it right. Nope, didn't didn't click. Um, <laughs> but I, I thought that was kind of kind of interesting. But his SNL days were super good. And then he just walked away from that because I think, didn't he have, he got a dispute with uh, the producer or director at the time. I don't remember. SNL and he went, he just like, see ya. And you didn't need it. Didn't need it. Mm-mm. Too funny. But um, 61, way too young. That's Jeez, I know. And for, and for battling it for 10 years, what kind of cancer was it? Did they say? Didn't see that. I didn't see I didn't that. Didn't see either. So I'm not sure. But somebody mentioned it. Shuli, one of our shows, the mm-hmm. Shuli show, who <laughs> used to work with Howard Stern. And Shuli was really good friends with Jay Thomas, who was like one of my favorite actors. Hilarious dude. Radio guy on, on top. So that's kind of how I was attracted to him. I think when I first saw him in TV was then to find out about his radio stuff. Because I, where I had always been, I'd never had the opportunity to hear his radio show. And then when I did, I was like, oh my God, he's really good on the radio, but he's a really good actor. Mm-hmm. And he was in a couple of really good com- comedies um, back in like the 90s, I think. Yeah. Uh, um, I, I think he was the he was on the wasn't the Jay Thomas show one of his shows. He too? had an actual Jay Thomas show as well. Um, yeah, but he was hilarious, and he was a really big inspiration for Shuli. And so when he died, they did a a really cool show for him. An but awesome somebody show. had had uh, tagged Shuli on social media asking him about Jay Thomas and Norm Macdonald. He's like the you know the parallels are unreal because mm-hmm. of how good they both were at what they did, and and they both died way too young. Yeah. Um, but that's too bad. So I don't want to leave it on a down note. Wow. I feel bad. Well, so I guess I'm we'll just season two. End it where we started. <laughs> I don't know about that. In the absolute dumpster fire. I was gonna, <laughs> speaking of dumpster fires too. One last thing. If you're a Wheel of Fortune fan, did you know they just started season 39? No. 39 seasons of this show. And apparently they made a bunch of tweaks to the show for the 39th season. Why? They changed a bunch of things, and I think it was because the executive producer had been replaced, and it was the, the executive producer left. He'd been with the show forever, and these changes, I think, were things that people had wanted to do, but he wouldn't allow them to do mm-hmm. over the years. And so after he left is when then Pat and Vanna signed on through 2024 themselves, and then they made all these changes and I got to reading some of the, some of the re- remarks. Some people are pissed. <laughs> you don't mess with people that like Wheel of Fortune. They like it the way they like it. They changed some things. And one thing that they changed that apparently Pat Sajak had always wanted, because he always did the final spin, and he felt he didn't feel that was appropriate. I'm like, oh, my God, he's got way too much honor. But he, he didn't feel it was appropriate because the host shouldn't have a hand in the outcome. 
like spinning the wheel. I mean, I and get what he's saying. And the person who was winning should be the one who gets I'm to like, spin the wheel. I get it. I totally get right? it. But come Overthinking on, dude. Overthinking it, right? For the love. And I think they did a couple other things. Like they took off a free spin marker or something. They took off they, they, and they changed some colors and they changed, updated the and letters. And people in a twist. There are some people that are really like, pissed You guys off. need, there's a lot, <laughs> there are a lot, many more things in this world yes. to be freaked out about. Don't worry about that. Pat and Vanna are there and they're going to be there for at least Easiest two, gig two, in the world. Absolutely. Can you imagine falling into that? No, absolutely. And you, why would you ever quit? But you never. would never quit, especially with them working one or two days a month. And and I, I don't know what what show it was on, but they, it might have been like a Dateline or whatever, where they did like a behind the scenes of yeah. a, of oh, a, a yes. shooting day or a week with those guys. And how how many times that in the beginning, <laughs> even up until like the twentieth season, so. they'd go at, over to lunch and in between. Like in the middle of the shooting, they shoot like 15 episodes, go over and get buzzed and get hammered at lunch and come back and be popped recording. I think it's hilarious, but why not? But they would. They would record, I think it was like five shows a day. Yeah, for a week. For and that, a was week. <laughs> that was it. That's all <laughs> so, they do. So they'd change clothes, change, you know, then do another game. Change clothes, do another game. Yeah, exactly. And that they yeah. would get drunk sometimes during the middle of the day and, and come back and play. It just never but quit that job. The, the thing is, is, I mean... Where those skills don't carry over somewhere else. Uh, for Pat Sajak, yes, Vanna would be screwed. Yeah, because because <laughs> because yeah. anymore you really don't need somebody to spin those letters. She just touches them I, now. Now she doesn't even spin them anymore. No, you know she's almost been put out of work. Yeah, thanks to technology. So she, they both better just count their <laughs> blessings. <laughs> but forty, so they'll be there forty-two years by the time it's the end of this contract. Look, they both look awesome, but they are far away from the camera. This is true. Yeah. That's <laughs> As the years go by, the farther the letters get away. That's like the 50-yard the look. Uh, it's like, yeah. see my house from 50 yards looks amazing. It looks so good. <laughs> then you get up close. Whoa. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So there. So okay, there. so we'll okay, leave it on, yeah. a, on a happy right. note. There we go. Uh, it's Pat and JT on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Um, thank you guys so much for listening to our podcast. Pat and JT Podcast, a Huda Media Production.